Hello and welcome once again to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I am Chris Levine and I will be your host again this time around. This is part two in our series called Psychology on Vinyl. This has proven to be pretty popular. What we do here is we try to understand both the subtle and blatant psychology behind and within famous records. This one is a biggie. In addition to this record having held the number one spot in the United States at one point, this album remained in the Billboard 200 Albums chart for 736 non-consecutive weeks. It was on the charts from March 1973 to July 1988. It has been calculated that one in every 14 people in the United States under the age of 50 owns or has owned a copy of this record. Wow. We are talking about the album, The Dark Side of the Moon, which is the eighth studio album by the band Pink Floyd. Now, this is a psychological pop culture dream combination. There are so many things to explore on this record. Everything from slowly losing one's mental health to the appreciation of time before it passes to everything kind of being cyclical, it's quite the ride. So let's get right into it. Now, first off, there are subtle nuances on this record that can go right by you even after multiple listens. In a nutshell, it's basically a person's birth and their initial heartbeat until their fall into insanity as an adult ending with the same heartbeat. The songs essentially all blend into each other, most very literally. It's, it's like the life, once it's born, keeps maturing and keeps aging. So let's get into the tracks. Now, the first track, Speak to Me, again, is literally a heartbeat beginning its life inside a person. It's a collage of what's to come until it bursts wide open into the next track. Uh, in Speak to Me, in addition to that heartbeat, you're going to hear a clock ticking, you're going to hear laughter, you're going to hear a cash register, helicopter noise, screaming. All of these you're going to hear again on the different songs throughout the album from time to time. But once that bursts open, it goes right into the song, Breathe. I don't have to tell you if you've heard this before, but this song just feels so sublime. Breathe feels like the dawning of awareness from the music to the words. Its actual title is Breathe in the Air, and that's kind of what it feels like you're doing. Like a baby becoming aware of the outside world for the first time while in a state of calm and awe at the same time. But then 
it turns quickly, almost as though an older version of that baby is going back and reflecting on themselves as a baby and how fast we get into routines that make us older and less aware and in awe and we become in a rut. One lyric nails this hard with the words, run, rabbit, run, dig that hole, forget the sun. When at last the work is done, don't sit down, it's time to dig another one. The impact of how fast time moves from that point forward is felt in the instrumental which comes next. On the run, life keeps going. And before you know it, you're looking back, wondering where the time went on the next track time. We're going to spend a minute here. Time, the song, in my opinion anyway, is one of the most genius, touching, introspective, and perfect songs on this record. It is so good. It is like painfully good. And as we age, the song means even more to us because we feel the lyrics differently as they're now hitting us at an age of reflection. Listen to this lyrical brilliance. You are young and life is long and there is time to kill today. And then one day you find 10 years have got behind you. No one told you when to run. You missed the starting gun. Then comes one of the most heart-wrenching, moving and stunning guitar solos in the history of rock music. I have heard this guitar solo so many times, many, many times, but it always has the same emotional effect on me. Maybe the solo by Prince on the song Purple Rain is tied with this one, but, but what David Gilmore pulls off here feels like pure emotion coming out of his amplifiers. Then, just when you feel you can catch your breath, like a sudden burst of oxygen, the riff from Breathe finds its way back into the song Time, hearkening back to both reflecting on a past and being confused by the present until you hit a spiritual and an emotional wall where everything comes together to its emotional breaking point in the next track, the great gig in the sky. This is earth shattering. The transition from the song Time to the great gig in the sky is so epic and monumental in scope. Vocalist Claire Torrey and Richard Wright's piano and then especially when the band kicks in. If you are a fan of classic rock and these one-two punches of these two songs don't move you in some way, I don't know what will. But what happens? It fades. It ends side one. And you are left sitting there or laying there wondering what just happened and your life will never be the same again. I'm not exaggerating. Side two, 
starts with the biggest distraction on earth for most people, money, in a song with the same title. You were spiritually and emotionally spent on side one. Now you're looking for fulfillment as that life that started with the heartbeat, and you're looking for it in the form of a paycheck. And yes, it has its perks, but it doesn't give you fulfillment. It doesn't work. And now you're just another jaded person in the world. You start to note caste systems. You value people according to what they have instead of who they are. And that's apparent in the song that comes after money, Us and Them, which follows. It's interesting. According to Roger Waters, who wrote Us and Them, the first verse is about going to war, how on the front line we don't get much chance to communicate with one another because someone else has decided that we shouldn't. The second verse is about civil liberties, racism, and prejudice. The last verse is about passing a homeless person in the street and not helping them. This leads seamlessly again with the life continuing from that initial heartbeat to the instrumental Any Color You Like, which Waters again explains that it meant metaphorically denoting that life has a choice when sometimes at some point there is none. We've, we've, we've made our bed and now we have to lay in it. In other words, to make a sale, you overpromise someone and say whatever it takes, any color you like, it's yours. But in reality, the product is what it is. In this case, life is what it is. And facing that and knowing the best years of your life are probably over, you are not happy, money didn't fulfill you, and now you're just another prejudiced person that was sold how to think, you start to lose your mind. It's overwhelming. And then right in the middle of this, out of nowhere, almost like it doesn't belong, comes the next song, Brain Damage. Literally, and in the form of the title of the song, that's what is experienced in this life's character next. As a whole, the phrase, the dark side of the moon, is actually a, a phrase that is an allusion to lunacy. And this is what happens in the life that first met, when we first met who was born, way back on side one, on the track Speak to Me. One lyric here sums it up perfectly, which says, you lock the door and throw away the key. There's someone in my head, but it's not me. That baby is gone. They grew up. They couldn't cope with the shallowness and ridiculousness of it all. So they are hiding in the dark area of their own mind. The album closes with this conclusion for this person on the song Eclipse. I'm going to read all of it to you. All that you touch, all that you see, all that you taste, all you feel, all that you love, all that you hate, all you distrust, all you save, all that you give, all that you deal, all that you buy, beg, borrow, or steal. All you create, all you destroy, 
all that you do and all that you say, and all that you eat and everyone you meet, all that you slight and everyone you fight, all that is now, all that is gone, all that's to come, and everything under the sun is in tune, but the sun is eclipsed by the moon. This then fades back to the heartbeat originally heard in the darkness before birth, before experiencing life outside the womb started, except now there will be no birth. This person will live forever in the darkness of their mind until they are no longer alive. Good Lord. So where do we begin? <laughs> First of all, people who think rock music can't be artistic have not heard this record. That out of the way, it is at times a joyous, at times scary, and at times a very emotional listening experience. Personally, I like side one better than side two, but that would make sense for me as the character was declining to their deepest depths on side two. Also of note, to, to add the, to the character becoming less mentally healthy, we've also are hearing that person being given advice their entire lives through sampled voices. All through this person's life, you hear these sampled voices in the background throughout this entire record saying things like, live for today, gone tomorrow, that's me. I never said I was afraid of dying or frightened of dying. And another key one that said at the very end, there's no dark side of the moon, really. Matter of fact, it's all dark. What I find interesting here is that last one is very true. Literally, in reality, the light portrayed by the literal moon is really kind of an illusion. This would allude to the fact that since we all see it, it could be said that we are all mentally ill at varying levels of crazy. This band watched one of their founders, in fact, probably the one you could say was their founder, Sid Barrett live this album. They even make reference to him in the line we read earlier about the band that you're in starting to play different tunes. I don't know if we read that or not, but that's another lyric on this album. Literally, that's what happened to him. He cracked. He was their main musical force at one point and probably the most popular member of the band. And he crumbled mentally right in front of them. I could talk about this record and all of its nuances for hours, but I'm going to spare you. <laughs> I will leave you with this, though. All of us, while not necessarily being clinically insane, are at certain stages of the life of the character in this record. The questions are real, but we can avoid some of the pitfalls by prioritizing good things and not being driven to insanity by the crazy world around us and sometimes within us. And with each listen of this record, we are reminded of our not being okay. We aren't always fulfilled, are not being comfortable at the age we are now necessarily. And we can either sympathize to a point or we can relate. 
but we can live vicariously through this character and avoid making the same mistakes while still sharing the feelings we have in common with another crazy person, just with one who is probably way crazier than we are. This artistic bonding with this record and its friendship, along with its musical soundtrack, in my opinion, is why this album never, ever stops selling. Because essentially, it's selling us to ourselves. We once again have arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist. And for this Psychology on Vinyl series, the subject matter is the playlist. So we have for you again, this time, a Refresher podcast, Pink Floyd, The Dark Side of the Moon playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher podcast, Pink Floyd dash The Dark Side of the Moon. If you have not heard this record, take your time, relax with it. If you have headphones, use those headphones, lay down. And if you've heard it a million times, try re-listening with what we just shared on this episode of Refresher. And you too, take your time, preferably with headphones. We're going to get into the track list, but I know that most of you probably know the track list by heart. Am I right? Track number one, Speak to Me. Track number two, Breathe in the Air. Track number three, On the Run. Number four, Time. And number five, The Great Gig in the Sky. Flip the record over. Number six is Money. Number seven is us and them. Number eight, any color you like. Number nine, brain damage. And number 10, eclipse. That is our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in refresher podcast dash Pink Floyd, the dark side of the moon. We would like to welcome some new listeners to our show. We're very happy about this. Our demographics report shows that we now have listeners in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. That's great. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome to Refresher. Now, this show would simply not exist without you. If you could all do me a huge favor, please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Let them know that it's there. If you have social media, if you wouldn't mind, and if you're comfortable with it, let your people on your social media know that we exist. You can also, if you would like, make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you are inclined and in a position to do that, it could be as little as 99 cents a month. That would be great. But whatever you do, whether you do that or whether you don't, whether you never make a contribution, it doesn't matter. Just please feel free to listen and enjoy this podcast anytime. Now, as always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember... 
that there's a huge difference between worry and concern. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.